Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. I wonder how sales have been, you know. Like depends you know, on should what have asked selling. what they were selling. I'm curious, <laughs> you know, how some businesses have thrived and others have really suffered. Yeah, mm-hmm. good point. I wonder how many people are 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 realizing that they don't need to buy as many things as they have been sold in the past. How's that going, Jen? You know what I mean. I have not. <laughs> I've not bought one pair of shoes. Not one pair of shoes. What not about one a... pair of shoes since I moved into the new house? What about the retail therapy shoppers? You think they're still out there hitting it hard? I, you know, I don't know. I mean, the the few places I've been, um, it was funny that first day that Home Goods opened up, and I went. I mean, I was thirty people deep in the checkout line. Oh, it was yeah. crazy. And about a week later, I stopped in there, and the shelves were pretty bare. Oh yeah, I mean, people had been really. I don't think you realize a long time. Like all of our home projects, all the stuff that you needed. Maybe people were like keeping a list, and then when uh-huh. it finally opened, they were like, "We gotta go get it." Yep. The picture or the whatever it is to update your home. Yep. So hmm. hopefully, there's been a lot of restocking going on. Yeah, I can tell you that. Out of the two of us, between Scott and myself, he was the one that was like impulse buying things all the time. Really? Like, what was you buying? Oh, just rant, like light fixtures, just random, random things like water hoses, um, just stuff that he's like, oh, we need to update that or this needs to happen at the house. Or he would just be like, I need some new shoes, like just random. He was reaching. He was coping that way. Yes, I genuinely do. Yeah, because he's not a big shopper. Like he, you know, he doesn't Mm -hmm. normally do that kind of thing. But he would be like, I'm going to look for it on Amazon or I'm going to look for it online. And he would just send like. Send him was a way stuff. to entertain yourself, too, is yeah. to try to find things. And he would be he would probably argue that I was doing the same. But I was like, ours was more mine was more for like the family. Like I would f- buy bulk go go squeezes or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Yeah. But it's germ. It's dry. Mass, like stopped. I found myself just getting a lot of things in order, like things that were disorganized or things that I needed to get rid of. There was a lot of purging going on. Mm-hmm. And I think I was sort of subconsciously getting ready for move, even though at the, in the oh, moment yeah. I wasn't planning on moving. You probably were. Yeah. I, see, I have two addictions. Food and shopping <laughs> are my two big issues that I need to work on. Food and, and shopping. And I'm engaged in one or the other. When I'm not shopping, I'm eating. When I'm not eating, I'm shopping. Hmm. So I have been in an eating phase oh. for the past couple of months. 
And uh, what's your favorite way to eat? Or like uh, delivery service, going out? Well, I guess not going out well, right since now. Since you've asked, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> deliveries and drive-thrus. A lot and, of deliveries and drive-thrus. Yes, lots yeah. of sugar. We were just talking mm. about this in the kitchen, Jen and I, and she said she that pizza is back. Remember how she was oh, I love a, pizza. a pizza no. hiatus for a little while? Yeah. Well, she for a long is, time. Have you? I took one hit of it, man. One hit, and that was all it took. It was, and I'm back. Yeah. You reestablished your relationship with Jets? <sighs> No, because they don't deliver to where I live now. I oh. have very limited choices. <laughs> wow, what do you, what do you mean? Didn't they used to? No, they, they delivered when I lived in oh, Mason. Oh, right. You moved. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, I'm, you're going through what I went through when I first moved to Avondale. Yeah, so I have what limited. About, what about other pizza places? Is it just the one that comes there? Or do you well, have Well, there's you know, only a couple on DoorDash, and I haven't even attempted like the other places. Yeah, gotcha. like a direct delivery from a La Rosa's. I don't know if La Rosa's or Donato's or. Oh, yeah, man. That's where yeah. it's at. Mm. I don't know. I enjoy the La Rosa's because of just the variety of the foods. Like if you're in the mood. You can for, get yes. lasagna, too. Yes. If you're in the mood for like hot wings, I got those boneless wings. You can get mm-hmm. bone it. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what when we moved to Ross from Coleraine and I found out, I was like, I can do this. When I found out La Rosa's delivered to our neighborhood, I was mm-hmm. like, I got this. Mm-hmm. I can make it happen. Well, when I first moved to Avondale in 2016, this was before the food delivery services had really taken off. So I was completely relying upon like whatever pizza place would deliver. And at the little spot, I was in this sort of like no man's land where I was kind of on the edge of the children's campus, but not quite like in in the deep residential neighborhoods of Avondale. So I couldn't get pizza delivery to save my life. And then Uber Eats came along and then DoorDash and then they slowly and all of these UC college yeah. town places got on board right. and by the time i left and moved to kenwood like you could get anything anywhere any type of food any time of the day like That's eli's nice. barbecue would deliver to your place from oh. finley market i was so jelly of that yeah and you're kind of at the central point where you could i could get stuff like indian food always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage no matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. From Kentucky if I wanted, and I could get stuff from Mason if I wanted to wait that long. It had to be stuff that traveled well, of course, mm-hmm. but I've also noticed, too, that like a lot more of the DoorDashers are carrying their own gear now. You know, the mm-hmm. food delivery guys, like mm-hmm. they got their own hot boxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And some restaurants are requiring it because they're like, look, if you're going to use this delivery service, we want to make sure our our food gets there. Mm-hmm. I know Christine's uh, casual dining is oh, something yeah. that she's a stickler about. Like if you're a DoorDasher or a delivery service and you show up at her place to deliver her food to a customer, you better have that hot box to keep it fresh for her customers. And more and more requiring that i wonder what it's like for restaurants though who already pay a few dollars to open table for the reservations plus in some cases they're paying as much as 30 percent for the convenience of those food delivery services how much that has cut into their margin when you add that with the reduced capacity in these dining rooms 
what what kind of hardships those restaurants have got to be going through right now. I noticed on Instagram during the stay at home time, three or four local restaurants that we go to that we would get on, you know, Uber one of the delivery services, mm-hmm. Dash, specifically advertising on Facebook and Instagram saying, please call us yeah. in order from Direct. us. We will deliver it to you in our truck. Mm, in other words, they'll send their own guy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we t- we ended up doing that a few different times. And a few places that didn't have the luxury of the additional employee would beg people to please, if you don't mind, getting in your car and making the special and trip. It, yeah. yeah, so that I it- know Salazar was doing that. Jose Salazar was like, please just. We will carry it out to your car. Just please order direct from us and I, I get do it. carry out. Yeah, I understand. Me too. It's tough out there right now, mm-hmm. especially. And I talked to a couple of restaurant managers who said, you know, we're super stoked to be open again. Uh, we were able to survive. We probably could have gone another month, you know, the way we were before we opened up our dining room. And now that we're open, that's great. But we're not going to be able to sustain this either. At some point, we're going to have to get back to 100% capacity mm-hmm. just in order to survive. Yeah. Yesterday, we had some tips from therapists on how to de-stress when you're worried about the future. And here are a few more. One idea is to try repeating a mantra. There is something to be said for repetition. Writing down some phrases you associate with strength and then repeating them out loud several times in a row. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. (laughs) Thank you, Stuart Smalley. (laughs) A lot of all is well. This too shall pass. Everything is necessary. Mm. I have a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That I have collected over the years. (laughs) Also, and this is one I highly recommend. Take a break from the news and social media. Do something good for yourself. You know, read something that feeds your soul or just go outside. Sometimes we just need a break from that stuff to clear our heads and put things in perspective. And also, you know, be mindful. You talk about living in the moment. You know, be mindful of how it's making you feel, how you're feeling when you're watching the news. Or scrolling through social media. If you're if you find yourself feeling anxiety and that stress level going up, it's a sign it might you, be time to take a break. Yeah, it's what it's what you're thinking and feeling, you know, as these things are happening. And that means not just in your mind, but in your body, because it will show up in your body. Yeah. For me, I'll get a tightness in my gut and my shoulder my shoulders go up in my ears or Right, you could, that tension. You hold on to it there. So it's everywhere, you know? It's not just not just in your head. Just get yourself some shungite. <laughs> <laughs> That'll help with the technology, yes. <laughs> also, practicing gratitude, staying present, and trying to be grateful for what you have right now in the moment. Uh, it works best if you do it every day. A gratitude yeah. journal is a wonderful thing to start. First thing in the morning, I mean, when you get up, if you just take five minutes and make a list of five things that you're grateful for, can change, it can shift your thinking for the rest of the day. Yeah. Or even three or four things. Heck, even one, if that's Mm -hmm. all you got in the moment. That's all you got. Well, it's like daily affirmation, you know. That's collectively kind of what you're talking about here, too. Yeah. I started doing that. It was on my New Year's 
Eve list, like Tim and I were filling in, I think two or three years ago. I can't remember, but we made a list and it was like, I'm going to do daily affirmations, you know, where I just talk, think about the things that I enjoy about myself, the things that I'm enjoying about my life. And then I, you know, pray about it. I talk to God. I'm thankful. Things like that. Yeah, me too. I, um, I was I was just thinking about that too, especially as we were all coming back to work. How grateful I am that you know we're still able to do this. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And I was really like praying hard and grateful for our health, for the four of us throughout, in addition to our family, but for the four of us during the COVID nineteen thing. I was very grateful about that too because yeah. we were able to all you know, stay healthy during that time. Not that right. it's not going on anymore, but it's like, I was just like thankful for all of that. You I know? love that you're praying for you. That's cool. Oh, I pray all the time. Are you crazy? Yeah. Uh, connecting with other people and venting. You um, have to get the toxic out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give it to someone else. Let's yeah. get together and talk <laughs> smack about people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean it like that, but like sometimes when you got oh. something on your mind, you maybe you don't want to talk about it with person A, B or C, but. When you see that close friend or just be the ear. You don't even have to like comment on it. Just be the receiver of the toxic. Get it out. Hold the space. Scott and I have those conversations too, because I think it's always challenging when you're with a partner and I don't know how you guys are, but when they start to tell you things that are wrong or things that are bothering them, you immediately try to be like, well, let's try this. And you try to fix it or problem solve. And we, on multiple times throughout COVID and even recently have been like, I just need you to listen to this. Don't try to solve it. Right. Don't try to talk. Just listen to listen what I to have understand to understand yes. instead of listening to, which respond. is hard because as a, you know, as a fixer, a helper that I am, I'm like, but we could just do this. And it's like, I just need you to listen to it. So I've done a lot of that recently where I'm just sitting and listening to whatever it is that he wants to talk about. What else is kind of fun, too, is like when you actually say the thing that is making you go a little crazy, sometimes just saying it out loud can make you realize how you're exaggerating mm-hmm. or making a much bigger deal out of something that's not a big deal. In my you, head. You can see you can see kind of the humor in the the torture that you're inflicting on yourself yeah sometimes i just have to say it out loud to hear myself complaining i'm like wow did i really just say that yeah and uh yeah i really you know any in the in the rare occasions where someone has actually said you know jeff you're a really good listener it's because i don't know anything it's really all i can do that's so, not true. And if I and if I can't do that, I'll at least pretend to listen. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, "What did you say? I'm sorry, what?" And you're like, "I just told you that." I don't have all the answers, but I'll <laughs> listen to you. And then remember that anxiety is natural. It's natural. Some people get anxious just about being anxious. Yeah, and that's easy to do. Yeah, and, and, and I find myself doing that too. Like, you know, I'm feeling a little anxious. Why do I feel this way? Why do I feel this way? And then I'm, I put that on myself again. Like, oh my gosh, I'm anxious because I'm anxious. And then it just kind of blows it, up. It can very easily and very quickly turn into a full blown panic attack. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> when you have that little touch of hypochondria that goes along with anxiety for some people, myself included, that the anxiousness that shows up in the body all of a sudden becomes a heart attack. 
in my mind. That's when we have to cue that <laughs> that Dalai <laughs> Lama music Jeff was playing earlier. That's and I'm why like, I like the Dalai Lama bring it back. <laughs> bring okay. back the Else. rain stick. They say, they say sitting with it, you know, like, like really just kind of allowing yourself, you have to limit yourself, but allowing yourself those few moments to really marinate in it can actually help sometimes by normalizing it in your brain. It, it sounds like, you know, it would have the opposite effect. And it can if you hang out in it for too long. Mm-hmm. I heard so- one expert suggest that you actually dedicate, this sounds crazy, but that you actually dedicate like, you know, five to ten minutes a day specifically earmarked for worrying about whatever it is, big, little, or small, big, big, medium, or small, about whatever it is in your life, just allow yourself that five to ten minutes to really worry about it. When I'm really having a moment of anxiety, if I can just stop, like as I'm feeling it in my body, if I can just stop and breathe into it and stop resisting it and just let it move through Mm -hmm. me, like just really, and just let it, it will go away. It's kind of like when you're, uh, what do they say? Some, it's, it's a, the the like pain is in be- the resistance of it. The suffering's in the resistance. When you allow, it dissipates. Sounds like, you know, when they say if you're being pulled by a current that you can't break yourself free of, if you just like, go with, the, oh, flow. Go with mm-hmm. the flow, eventually it'll just spit you right back out. Mm-hmm. So sitting, sitting with it for a while can sometimes help by normalizing it in your brain and it it just inevitably gets easier to deal with when you remember that anxiety is a natural part of life. Mm-hmm. So those are five more things therapists do when they're stressed out. And having another therapist shrink doesn't hurt either. You know, like a nope. therapist for the therapist. Mm-hmm. Yep. Been watching The Sopranos and there's... Oh, yeah, she's got a therapist. And sees that other guy. Right. Yeah. That's a great show. So you hung in there, you stuck with it, because you never watched The Sopranos when it was out, and it's been years later. Is it still? Um, well, I we only watched it until the free HBO was done. Oh, how many episodes <laughs> do you think you made I in it? I think we got it into the fourth season. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. You really hung in there. Yeah, yeah, That's great. Good. I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, some shows, I was reading a list of some shows that just, like, they started out real strong, and they were super popular, but by the end of it, like people were just done with it. Lost. Nip Tuck. Yeah, Nip Tuck was one. I think Sex in the City was another. Oh, I don't know. I got so much out of that show after the fact. Yeah, I, but, I never watched it on HBO. It was when you gave me the thing. Right. But now that you've gone through the whole series, could you go back to it today and still connect and relate to it? Every time that it's on E, they have a marathon, I watch it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I love that show. Yeah. Easily one of my favorite shows of all time. But I did feel that way about Nip Tuck, too, though, Tim. Like, I felt like it jumped the shark. I remember trying to explain it to my parents yeah. one time and going, well, there's these two brothers or doctors or whatever they were. Friends. And they're and they are someone is harvesting organs in coolers. <laughs> and there's like these little people that are wearing masks and killing people. And then there's the son and the daughter and the wife is cheating on. And my mom is just like, what? Yeah. Don't <laughs> watch it. parents. And I, re- and I remember going. Yeah, this show's done. Same with American <laughs> Horror Story, by the you know the, along the same lines. I felt like I watched it in the beginning. I was so excited and it was e, and now I'm and like, now it's just what? 
Yeah. Just it, sick. It's just not, yeah. yeah. I'm like, holy moly, that Ryan Murphy, mm. he's got a lot upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just keeps trying to outdo himself. Kathy Bates was trying to hook up with like the devil's son. It was a nah. lot of stuff. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.